Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. Again, happy Monday morning. Uh, we are back to dates, and I'm so excited. July 21st, I'm going to be Helium in St. Louis. July 22nd, I'm going to be at the Helium in Indianapolis. July 23rd, I'm going to be at the Tiger Room in Fort Wayne, Indiana, buddy! And then the 24th and 25th, I'm going to be at the Columbus Funny Bone in Easton, Ohio. Uh, one of my favorite rooms to play. Please uh, come check those out if you can. Just a reminder, masks are mandatory. Even if the club says, we don't know, you have to have one to be in there. Um, easier to heckle with a mask. So uh, best of luck. And uh, I'm going to introduce, I have a, a special guest on the show uh, helping me through today. And his name is Kevin Bozeman. He is one of my favorite comedians of all time. And uh, he's got some dates as well. Great. Thanks, Chad. I will be uh, July 11th. I will be in Crystal Lake at the Rouse Center. Uh, July 29th through August 1st, I will be in Oklahoma City at the Looney Bin. And uh, if they don't kill me in Oklahoma City at the Looney Bin, which is a strong possibility, July 6th through 8th, I will be at Zany's in Rosemont. And, oh, August 6th through 8th. I'm sorry. August 6th through 8th, I will be at Zany's in Rosemont. And then August 13th through 15th, I will be in Madison at Comedy Club on State. KevinBoseman.com nice. for tickets. I cannot uh, encourage you guys enough to go see him. I'm really thrilled that you agreed to do the show. So let's start it up. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Happy Monday. Across from me is not Cy Amundsen, but it is the man who recorded Two Parent Love, Drop in Knowledge, Life Coach, my first CD, which is actually, I can confirm, his first CD. He's the host of the Ball Hog Podcast. He has his own dry bar, and he has a new web series called happy hour and no matter what mood i'm in no matter who comes into the comedy business he has always been in my top three since the first time i've seen him ladies and gentlemen it's kevin bozeman hey chad hi how are you man i'm doing great you look like you're in a hotel room i know you know what uh i'm performing at helium comedy club it's my so I've been doing it 20 years and the longest I think I've ever had off has been two weeks. <laughs> I know this is, it's, it's so weird. So it's been two weeks. It's been the longest I've ever had off. And so my last show live show was uh, March 14th in Calgary. And so okay. they reached out to me just a few days before. And I literally stared at the text message for like five minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what what is this what and so i agreed to do it and it's uh i know you're coming right i am yeah i'm gonna be on the road i mean people just listen to the dates but um i should have called it shaking off the rust tour or something oh god yeah because i have not i've just been enjoying my break i know i i, I go on social media and it freaks me out because you see all these comedians are doing new things and working material with their parents online and doing all these different unique ideas. And I have not 
written a joke. I have made a grocery list. That's as close as I've come. <laughs> I know. To I can, putting pen to I've paper. named this the no hug tour because I'm not touching anybody after the show. <laughs> Just like I tell like I, one of my favorite things is always the meet and greet afterwards. You know, people yep. come out to see you. It's good to shake hands because people have been wanting to do that and take pictures. Now yep. you got to get whatever joy that you have. You have to get it in this hour on stage. And I literally have, I've literally been writing on stage. Well, I think that's going to, I think people are just going to have to understand that it is going to be a process for us getting back. Mm -hmm. And then also it's just like, I don't know, maybe we should just be thankful. We get to, we get to meet in small groups. Yeah, man, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna like their their setup. You know, they do really well with social distancing. You know, um, nice. They they put a cap at how many people can come in. I think it's uh, sure. probably about half capacity. So that's sure. that all worked out, which is fine for me because that's what I draw anyway. <laughs> half capacity, <laughs> so, dude. Anyway, so you know, all right. Now I got built in excuses. Uh, oh, this is great. You're, you're selling out clubs. <laughs> yeah, I'm packing it, <laughs> packing this shit out. And, uh, but it's great. Like, you know, everyone's got masks. They check your temperature. Oh, with the, with the gun, right. They got anyone, I think, I don't know, 99 or hundred, whatever. Um, so they, it's really good. So I, I really enjoy the setup, but it's man, I, I would, I wouldn't say that I was, uh, I was nervous, but sure. I was, I was something. I was something that I'm not yeah. normally am. Yep. It, it wasn't nerves, but it was something was not right in my equilibrium. And it's still like, I've done four shows and I'm still, I got one more tonight and I'm still just like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could see myself uh, playing the last show that I recorded, which was in Spokane, Washington on March 8th. And just every time I fuck up a joke, just being like, all right, let's see how that should have sounded. And just playing the audio from it, because yeah. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be some slips and falls and all that stuff. And and I hope it's not, you know, 100 degrees in Indianapolis or St. Louis or any of those places I'm going while people are waiting in line uh, or whatever to get in. And then they take their temperature and it's just like heat stroke. <laughs> right, <I know. laughs> well, I, could it be that it's 110 degrees right now in St. Louis? That maybe that's why my temperature is high. Yes, I know. And it's, I, that's what it's like though, with this virus is I screamed at a lady in Walmart. I had my mask on, so it was probably muffled, but she kept coughing. She came in with her daughter and was coughing over her arm. So she was like, putting her arm up, but it was just the motion because she was coughing right over it. And it was like the cough they described for COVID, right? It was a dry cough. Yeah. And, and so finally I just go, I go, why are you in here without a mask? And she goes, Oh, it's just a cold. And I just go, how the <laughs> fuck would you know? Don't you can't tell me it's just a cold. You don't know. And I pointed to all these old people. I'm like, look at them. And to be fair, the old people were in there without masks anyway. So that's, this is, I think a lot of just assisted suicides going on right now. Listen, man. So I had a, my mother just turned uh, 88. Her birthday is June 10th and she's in a nursing home. She's in a nursing home. It's amazing that she's 88 because her guilty pleasure is pig's feet. 
<laughs> she that, that's not good on the old ticker are they she fucks up pig's feet sandwiches on the regular i don't even know how she still gets it she's literally <laughs> i tell her you're literally eating a knuckle sandwich and so <laughs> I, I would love if you go on her computer and she's just on the black market finding pig's feet <laughs> she's done the dark she's web the dark web just crushing it <laughs> where did you get a how much bitcoins do you have Mom? what the fuck are you doing uh, so so uh she's a nursing home and um we hadn't been able to see her when they when they put the quarantine and we sure. haven't been able to go see her and then it was just limited. And so they were like, um, you know, my family is like, you know, it's her birthday. We want to pull her out. And I was like, no, do whatever you do, because she also has dementia. And okay. I'm like, you don't know what you're dealing with with dementia. I know it's her birthday. I know it's important yep. to you, but this is more important to you than it is to her. Do not pull her out. I was like, because we don't know when we'll be able to get her back in. She might be here. And they was like, if that's what it's going to be, and that's what it's going to be. I was like, all right, as long as I got my my say in, we, we'll do whatever and I'll support. <laughs> Three days. That's, yeah. Three days. And then wow. they were like, no. Then they, they tried to, uh, they was like, can we get, take her back? <laughs> She's back in the home now. They took her oh, out. She is? Yeah. We brought her out. And for three days before my family lost their shit, it's like, we can't deal with her. <laughs> three, three days on her birthday, we all sat around and just told stories of all the times uh, my mother pulled a gun on someone. <laughs> she just, so we worked, she worked in a, in a fucking hood restaurant like a hood restaurant and she was third shift manager the place was called uh it was on 87th and sony island in chicago hood uh uh she were the ring the restaurant was called queen of the sea but they served no seafood (laughs) (laughs) was it just the letter c it had like a little mermaid on it yeah queen of the sea and like a little mermaid but they serve no fucking (laughs) no fucking seafood at all at all at all <laughs> and so uh uh so she was always getting challenged like always like people was always threatening her life or whatever and, oh my gosh and so she always had like a gun in the counter and then she, by one of my brothers who's uh he's now a uh, food and beverage dude at the uh, head food and beverage guy at northwestern university but she had been okay. grooming him to cook like he was a short line order cook at like the age of 14 at that restaurant Oh, and nice. so he saw a lot of shit. And so uh, I don't want to be, I know we're in the middle of somewhere. I don't want to, I'm just, I'm not going to, um, uh, I'm not going to slight what exactly what she said. I'm just going to tell you like the, the one time that she said this, uh, somebody was coming to the counter to attack her. Like, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm tired of this shit. And she grabs the, the, gun out and points it right at his head and goes speak to the microphone nigga speak to the microphone nigga and then he ran out and then she, oh, of course he did she tells my 14 year old brother at the time get back get your ass back to work 
He's like, how am I supposed to work when I just see you pull a gun out on somebody? And she's just sitting there as we telling these stories, like so proud of herself. You could just, you know, we're telling these gun stories and she's just like uh, so super proud. And then uh, uh, another time, uh, uh, oh my God, my brother, uh, we lived across the street from a girl he used to date and they had a, they had a, ch- a child and things went south. Um, their family is just different. Their family is just the same size. We both had giant families, but their family just, I'll just say they live a different lifestyle than us. And can you, can you explain what do you mean? Well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get they okay, just, okay, their, okay. their values and principles were different than ours. Ours gotcha. was, you know, education and work and theirs was hustle. They were always on sure. the hustle. Yep. And yep. so the craziest one uh, in that family, his name was uh, uh, Ricky Jones. He's no longer with us because his wife, while he was asleep, she gutted him. Oh my God. She took a knife and, and literally <laughs> went through his body and his guts was like, everywhere. Like William Wallace? Exactly. She gutted him. She gutted him. And that's how, that's how he died. But before that, um, my brother's girlfriend was trying to keep uh, the kid from him. And so my brother goes okay. over there and demands the kid, pushes the fathers down, and the father falls, and Ricky crazy Ricky is now coming over crossing the street to chasing my brother who's got the baby and my mother sees this out the window grabs her gun and was and shoots two shots in the air pop pop and just like listen I might be going to jail but you going to hell (laughs) and then he was just like hands up I'm good and just and that was it I mean that was it she just that's how she protected the family she was like, and, that and it's, person. it seems like business as usual when she did it at the restaurant and she was just like, get back to work, get the fuck back to work, get the fuck back to work. And then she was just like, let me make the baby something to eat. And I was like, oh, this is weird. This is weird. She's just so, yeah, she's a sweetheart till she wasn't a sweetheart, but, but now she's back in the home because nobody could deal with her. The reason why she's <laughs> back in the home, because at one o'clock in the morning, we have a family text tree. It's like, can somebody come and spend time with mama? She just. Like what's going on? Cause she, she thought that I stole her scratch off. So she tried to hit me with a cane <laughs> and she failed. And now we can't get her up. So can somebody come to the house and pick her up? But that was like the last straw. It's like, okay. So she had, she took the test to show that she had Corona and then they let her back in too. I um, love that before you let your family take her out you were like, I am against this. I have a written affidavit that says she will not be living with me. Yeah. Like all of that. Exactly stuff. right. Cause it was like, who's he going to stay with? And everybody's like, well, I could take care. Okay. I was like, no, no, I will come over whenever you guys need me to assist, but she cannot, I'm telling you, I, I just know, like I, I used to work in the field of the un, un, mentally unhealthy before I started doing stand up as like a bullshit sure. job just while I was in college. And I was like, no, when shit ain't right, it ain't right. And you just got to put your emotions and feelings to the side. And they didn't yep. want to listen. And sure enough, three days. I think it's cute. I think it's cute. They told you you were working there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, Kevin, you're working here. This is your job. Just your bracelet that you, the bracelet that you're wearing, the bracelet that you're wearing that shows people that you're working here. You have your own room. I mean, this is your office. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. My mom came out uh because it was her birthday on Friday. And she wanted to play beer pong. Like that was her thing. Yeah. And so she comes out and uh, the rule is when it's swirling around before it hits the water, because we used water because of Corona. And so you weren't drinking out of the cups. You oh, just so wait, had this drinking. is just recent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is just, yeah. And so the rule is when it's swirling around the cup before it hits the drink or the water, you can pull it out and it doesn't count. As long as it's swirling around the the little uh, like the red cup, yeah, and uh, and it's called fingering. You finger it, and my mother, <laughs> Jesus Christ, all she would talk about <laughs> is fingering, and she was getting she was drunk, so it got <laughs> so disgusting to the point where I was like, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I quit beer pong because my mom my mom would be like ooh ooh chad good fingering there and i'm like nope you know exactly what you're doing and i'm not interested <laughs> just tickle tickle that little cuz butthole chad do it for mama do it for mama tickle that little butthole you naughty little son I would quit too. <laughs> like well, no, I, no, and it's going to take me 3 weeks before i'm able to see you again cuz i got to i got to wash this from my brain yeah, and stop vomiting and everything. Oh my gosh! So, my dog last my dog last night, for the first time ever, puked in his kennel, and I was like, "He must have heard her. He must have heard her talking about fingering." <laughs> Wait, and he was have, like, "I can't dog? do this." Yeah, I got a little puppy named uh, Poe. It's a golden doodle, and uh, it's going great. But everybody knows that I'm real sick of him biting. Wait, and how long have you had the dog? I got the dog May 15th. So it's been. What are you going to do when you start touring? That's been the question. I don't know. (laughs) I might. You haven't thought that far. I was. Listen. Oh, my God. I was. (laughs) Let's just hope hope that the Animal Humane Society isn't listening to this. Yeah, I might. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that far. Well, the listen, when, I was lonely during quarantine. When I got the dog, I decided uh, comedy might never be a real thing again. And now that it is, some of my friends are going to find a puppy on their front doorstep. You got to, you got to, with find, a note attached. You got to find a consistent, you got to hire somebody. No, I, I will. I'll, I'll, I will figure it out. And I, um, <laughs> you know, Isaac, Isaac talks about watching him and, uh, so we'll, we'll be fine. I mean, everyone talks about that, but your schedule, dude, gets crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to have a crazy schedule anymore, though. You don't think? No, I've decided. So my custody used to be with Olivia Sunday to Wednesday, week one and two, then the whole third week, then none of the fourth week. So I could work three weekends a month. And now since you know, Corona, no one's working. They didn't have school. We went every other week. And I think Olivia likes that more. And so I think that's what we're going to do. So I'll probably work 
uh, two weekends a month and maybe throw on some uh, one night shows Wednesday and Thursday or something, but we'll smart. smart. I I think that the the whole game has changed. I don't, I'm not going to be crazy on the road either. I don't, I don't think I want to be like, I don't, it was good to be back on stage. Like I went on stage. It was just like, it just felt like that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. But before I was on stage, I was slowly drifting into that. I'm good with, with life. You know, I'm good with, if, if I don't do right. stand up again, like I just, I don't want Corona. I don't want it. I don't <laughs> yeah. want it at all, man. I don't. And I, I hear people have this acceptance fate and I'm like, I no, I don't want it. And I just want to be healthy. And I feel like right. my health is just the most important thing, especially because I got a fucking two year old. Right. Exactly. So well, I, I can, I, I know that pig's feet sandwiches get you to 88. <laughs> it's a good run. It might take your brain. <laughs> it might sap, it might sap your memory, but it'll get you to 88. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had, yeah. have you ever had stuff like that? Cause that's where that was, those are holiday delicacies, chitlins and, and pig's feet and stuff. That's I've never, I I haven't. So chitlins is, you know, is pig intestines. Yeah. That's, that's probably why I've never had it. But my mom cooks up a mean batch. I mean, the whole house smells when she's cleaning them, obviously, but right. (laughs) Get some hot sauce on it, man. You know, just like chicken strips. So aren't the intestines where the shit is? Yes. Is that still how that works in a pig? Yep. Still does. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. So you, so does she slice the intestine and then and then pull out the scoop skin it? And, and scoop it all out, get all the gook out, where it's just the 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 lining basically. And well, I'm going to tell you something, Kevin. I'm going to tell you that if you're pulling shit off of what you're about to eat, I bet that they are amazingly delicious because that's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, you get some that. You you can get some pieces that remind that that will remind you that you're eating a, a pig intestine, <laughs> right? You'll come across a couple of pieces. You like, yeah, I'm good. Um, no more, no more. But if you get the right the right texture and just don't know what it is you're eating, and also don't look at it because it looks like. It looks like an asshole, right? It looks like a. <laughs> this seems like a lot of effort. You get, it's, it's a ton you of effort. You have to stare at the ceiling, napkin in one hand. You have to. It, it takes a fucking over an hour to clean them. It takes over nope. an hour to clean them. It takes a while to boil them and cook them and season them. Then you got to start mentally preparing. Like this is this is edible. This is good. This is something. <laughs> But if you can get through all of those steps, it's a delicious bowl. Not me. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'll look up a recipe once. And then to get to the recipe, you have to read this story about, I was backpacking through Europe once. And I'm just like, fucking, uh uh-uh. This is already too much work. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't even imagine having to scoop shit. You want to know what's what's super weird? I tell you how I eat chitlins, and then I'll tell you what I absolutely positively will not eat and it's going to be a mind blow i will not eat euros i think that giant slab of meat on the pole is the most unnatural thing i've ever seen 
<laughs> and I don't fuck around with pole meat. I won't do it. I don't. Like, I look at that and I go, what what part of the meat is that? Like, what part of the animal is that giant rotisserie thing on there? And I go, it's unnatural. I don't want it. I don't want it. So I've, yeah, never, I've, had, often... I've never had a gyro. I made homemade gyros, but I get to control that environment. Sure. I've often thought that the Greeks invented gyros so they could feed the armies they were against and then beat them while they were burping the grossest fucking burps of all time. <laughs> Have you ever burped up a gyro? No, because I've never had a, I've never had a gyro. <laughs> I've never, only reason I fuck around with the Greek food is for the tzatziki sauce. That stuff is good. The Greek yogurt with the cucumber. Oh yeah, that's very that's good. That's really good. And the dill, that's good. Like I've, de- I've dipped Greek meat in that, but the actual gyro, no. Sure. No, I well, couldn't I can't, tell you. I couldn't tell you. I can't wait to be girl. on the road with you once with someone else in the future and uh, someone suggests euros and I get to use the phrase, sorry, Kevin doesn't fuck with pole meat. <laughs> exactly. I'm so and, excited and to I'll say just, that out loud to I'll another person. I'll just be standing behind with a nod of approval. Like, you got that right. <laughs> no pole meat. It's just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And everyone talks about how delicious it is. And I'm yep. when I see the sandwich, it looks good. But then I'm always staring right behind where they're shaving it off. Like, ugh, yep. just, ugh. No, I'll pass. Yeah. I'll pass. A, vi- a vibrating knife cutting <laughs> right. meat off of a, what looks like a spindle. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, and I, I agree. And I'm, and I'm, I, put it like this. I'd rather eat a pig's ass. Then, um, yeah, you've proven that. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm weird like that. It's interesting to me, though, that now that you've eaten pig intestine, that like you can tell people about their food and really insult them. <laughs> you could be like, I need to tell you something. I've eaten a pig's asshole and I won't touch this. <laughs> you call this spaghetti? <laughs> Yeah, because I, I don't be have most, any of that. It'll be the most simple shit, and I just like your French fries are oh, this is horrible. Where'd you get these potatoes from? I've had a pig's ass, and this tasted better than these potatoes. Oh, that's <laughs> just fantastic. crushing people. Like, never want to cook again. Just oh my gosh. Guess we're having toast. <laughs> what um, what have you been doing during your downtime, man? I had a, I had a, you know what I've been, oh God, it's, it's, I, w- I want to ask you this. Um, so I created happy hour to try to catch up with my friends and stuff and yep. they're, and they're, and they're drinking. And I'm learning like a lot of my comic friends are, are stopping drinking. Have you? Yeah, I've, I've cut down quite a bit because I think drinking when you're, when you're home with the same people around all the time. Yeah. I've never, I've never understood like child abuse or anything like that. That has always, I'm like, how could they do that? And then it's like, Oh, that's right. They don't get to leave for a week at a time. They're always there. And I think, I think booze always has something to do with that. Yep. And so, yeah, you know, I, I get, I get annoyed being in the exact same spot because I'm not used to it. I used to be able to, go and and kind of blow off some steam and all that stuff and so i've cut i have cut down on drinking quite a bit because i've noticed i mean i've talked about this on the podcast before but number one 
it makes me sad the next day. I cry at commercials where there's a father and his kids always. Yeah. And then, um, but it also makes me kind of like, I don't know, a little grumpy and stuff like that. So I've been, uh, you know, just trying to go outside, get fresh air, drink a lot of water. I still eat an unacceptable amount of ice cream, but, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> but that's where I'm, that's where I'm, I'm getting that, like, I've been, I've been cooking and just trying to pair wines with it. So I've been drinking a lot of wine and, you know, I'm a okay. dark liquor guy, but I've really fallen in love with wine. I've really fallen in love with wine while trying to pair it with food. And it's just been like, uh, that's been a fun thing for me. So I've been cooking sure. a lot, but also I've been engaging with my kids. So I, the first travel time I, Two weeks ago, I went to uh, to Colorado with uh, with my my son. It was actually a week uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah, because okay. uh, he's he's going to be a senior. And I told I told my kids I go if you get you guys get all A's, I'll take you wherever you want to go for this. If you gotta get all A's for the year, so my son got got nice. a four one five GPA. So Holy that, yeah, shit. last year we went to New York, and this year we went to to. Uh, to Colorado. And so I just been taking them to like all my sports friends and having them work him out. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right? Cause like, cause he, you know, he's, he's six, seven now, by the way. Yep. Six, seven this yep. giants, like an athletic kid. And so we went up to the mountains, you know, Denver is 5,200 feet, but then we went to grand Lake, which is 8,400 feet. And then, Holy he, shit. And then he worked out. <laughs> Yeah, that's where people go train for the Olympics. Yeah, I'm just fucking uh, just doing, you know, really weird dad shit that I probably shouldn't be doing, right? Just (laughs) like, you know, just, yeah, you'll go work out in the mountains. Like, like, you know, probably should just have them (laughs) regular outside. (laughs) But it's just uh, doing stuff like that. But it brings us really closer because he sees that I'm invested in him. And him and sure. I get that a long time and, you know, absolutely. And he, him being close to an adult and close to being able to go off to college. I think that's been real good for him, but yeah, that's, that's the crazy maniacal shit that I've been doing. Just, well, I got a, I have a friend in Indiana. We're going to Indiana next week and he's going to work <laughs> you out, put you through his workout. It's just weird. I, I bet your kid was standing over your shoulder when you were reading that text to go back to work and just being like, please fucking say yes. <laughs> say yes. Please say yes. Dude, that was the weirdest fucking text that I think that I got. It was just, I couldn't process. I was like, I wanted to respond. Yeah. What are you asking exactly? What do you want? Like, what do you want me to do? Is it a Zoom exactly? show? What is or... <clears throat> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I talked about like joking around about abusing children because you're with them all the time but i'm sh- my, my kids are absolutely looking for i mean you know my son was at the lake for three days and then he was like it's gonna be the nicest day of the year here and he goes i'm gonna go back into town and stay because i think i've had enough of you and it's like okay i get it <laughs> are you at your are you at your your lake house yeah yeah you've been there the, the whole time man I have. Yeah. I go in on, uh, Tuesdays. Sometimes I golf, sometimes I mow the lawn. That's about it. How far are you away from like the real life? Like, is it the lake house far away? Are you close to like a town? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm pretty close. So I'm kind of in between two places that have a grocery store and, and whatever else, but it's like, I don't really leave unless I really need stuff. 
So you've been you know, doing a really good job. I always try to ask my friends, like, what what's their percentage? If you have to, how well have you been following the quarantine rules on a percentage scale? Um, I mean, I'd say I'm probably, if you're talking about the rules. You know, making sure you're quarantining yourself. And when you go out, you're masked up, you're washing your hands all the time. You're doing yeah. all the things that they're telling you that you need to do. Yeah, I wear a mask. Uh <clears throat> almost all the time. I'd say I'm probably about a 93%. Wow. Because I fall. I mean, I've gone to a restaurant, but the I'm following the rules, right? You have to be, we stay outside. I don't ever eat inside the restaurant because when the breeze is out, they say that that's better. And so I am following. And I, I know that uh, some people that listen to this podcast hate masks and hate all that stuff. And it's that's so their prerogative. baffling to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it is. Just it's like, like you're losing, you're giving up nothing. I was joking. That's one of the things I was just joking about. Like, you know, we've devolved so much as humans that you're just saying, people, can you, is it possible that you can breathe and wear this mask at the same time? And people are like, nah, I can't. You're asking too, <laughs> you are asking too much of me. You want, I, and then, my and then parents, I might have to walk too. You want me to walk, <laughs> breathe, and wear a mask? The fuck is wrong with you? Like it's my crazy. parents spent twenty thousand dollars at an orthodontist to straighten my teeth when I was in seventh grade, and god damn it, people are going to see them. I'm not covering up the best part of me, even though my genetics say it's the worst part of me. It's exactly right, man. I I don't get this hatred for mass and all these people snapping, but yeah, I think. Man, I think I'm probably 75%. I, I wear masks. I don't, like, sure. I'll go for a walk, but I don't wear a mask. When I, I just said that, I don't wear a mask when I'm outside. But any public place, like a fucking um, uh, store, grocery store, I am yep. masked up. We go to a, I go to a restaurant, and when we were in Colorado, they were actually, you know, had it open indoors. But they make you wear a mask to the table. And okay. the table was, there was no one near, like it's, it, it is socially distanced. It was more than six okay. feet, probably 12 to 18 feet. And sure. if you get up and go to the bathroom, you have to wear a mask and they have disposable masks. I've done all of that. And I'm always washing my hands almost to the point where they get super dry and shit like that. Yeah. So I do that. But like, if I'm walking around in the park and uh, I'll walk around without a mask, but there's nobody literally in the park because the park is closed. I'm just walking around the track. And then if I see a couple, I go six feet one way or six feet yep. the other. So I, I would say I'm about 75%, but I'm actually, that's actually going higher now because I'm starting to get pissed at mass people. And I'm like, just trying to show them <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm wearing one. It's fine. I've, wear, I've worn one every time I've walked to the club, which is, you know, uh, half a mile away from, from the hotel. But I, I wear okay. it to Yeah, the you club. know, I just, um, I mean, I say it in the intro and I say it when I'm talking about the dates and everything. But uh, I just, I don't want to be a chain or a link in the chain that ends up killing somebody's grandpa. You know, if I can... If I can take two right. seconds to put a mask on my face to go in to fill up a jug of water at the grocery store, then that's no problem for me. I have no problem putting that on. I'm not terrified of Corona. I, uh, you know, I, I keep reading the new guidelines and it's always like over 55 
Or if you're under 55, obesity is the number one killer. And then yeah. I think, well, I'm clinically obese on that goddamn doctor's chart from 1973. <laughs> I, got, I got denied. I got denied health insurance one time. And you've known me for a long fucking time. But I right. got denied health insurance one time because they said my cholesterol was a little high and that I'm way overweight. And I was like, go fuck yourself, lady. There's no way yeah. I am obese. And she was like, look at the chart. Sorry, I'm right. not saying anything that's not on the chart. I'm like, this chart is not fucking accurate. But they deny me. They deny me health insurance because of it. I believe it. Did you tell them that uh, you might have a little higher cholesterol because your mom makes you eat pigs' assholes? <laughs> just on the kiss for Christmas, though, the holidays. <laughs> we just, just for Christmas. We, just, we are celebrating like the birth of Jesus Christ <laughs> yes. by eating the asshole of one of the animals that was in the stable. Yes. During the holiday times. Yep. yep. I eat it, oh, and I eat it for awesome. that week. I'll eat it from Christmas through new years. And then, yep. and then, uh, I get on, I get on with my life. You, uh, you mentioned that I've known you for a long time and that's true. And you also mentioned that you are a, a dark liquor person. Now I would like to remind you of the first time we met Yeah, when you were drinking Bartles and James wine coolers, woodchucks. Okay. But woodchucks, but Bartles and James, wine I accept it. Woodchucks. But, with the uh, because be, because alcohol was too much, way too much. And now you have a show in Madison, Wisconsin every year, the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you, uh, you can drink. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. A bottle and a half of Jameson in just shots. <sighs> and I'm, not I, only that, but no I'm, one not gonna carry... that you're, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I think I would think bottle and a half might be a little on the high side, but it's in the can ballpark. Can we say a bottle? It's in the ballpark. Yeah, we can. Can we say a bottle? A bottle. A bottle, is, a bottle I'll say a bottle. Sure. And a bottle. not only can you do a bottle worth of shots of Jameson, no one has to drag. We don't have four people dragging your high cholesterol, obese body back to the hotel. Yeah. I'm a high <laughs> just, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you walk back and I wouldn't even really know you're drunk. I think you and I have that. Where we're drunk, no one really knows that we're yeah, drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we are we are what they call high functioning drunks. Yeah, and we I can think that... do. We can still perform life, not just stand yes. up. We can perform life at a high level and be way more drunk than anyone could ever imagine. Because people always would say. You probably get it too. Like that wasn't real alcohol in that, was it? Like, you know, right. those, some of those yep. shots were fake. And I was like, nah, my man, it's a skill that I've built up. And literally in the 20 years, like I've been doing stand up because I went from Woodchuck to now I just like now I'm like Jameson. I don't even do Jameson much anymore. I do it like a, like a, you know, like a reminiscent thing, but I'm more bourbon. Like I like, yeah. I like a good bourbon now. It's, it's really sure. good, especially with cigars. And, and like I said, I've been pairing like booze with food now. It just makes the experience so much better. I think so too. And I think you and I kind of have, like you said, trained your body because it's like in princess bride when they're switching the drinks around with the poison, we could sit down with just about anybody and they'd be like, damn it, you got the water. It's like, no, we both had it. We both had it the whole time. Like, it was just, we just, I've trained my body to, to, for years to, to 
handle this abuse. And I think that's what we need to call it. When we are together, it's abuse what we do. That's true. It is be- that's true. because um, I remember that one time when we were in, in Cincinnati and you were like, you know, <laughs> is this the last day of brouhaha yeah it's last day okay of- so so for the listeners cincinnati brouhaha is this amazing it's like a beer festival but they bring comedians in i've talked about it before and um kevin and i normally go every single year but this year it was canceled of course because yeah. of uh corona but uh okay so so it's the last it's the last night and you have a you have an early flight and uh, you have an early flight and you just like, I just can't get any in this. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And I, but I know better. I, I just got to let you, <laughs> I got to let you work this out. You have to work yep. this out on your own. And I'm just like, yeah, cool, man. I get it. We'll just hang out. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take it easy. And then just like an hour, like we were heading to the bars. He's like, "Uh Oh, Bozeman, I got my second win. You're in trouble. <laughs> I was like, what about the flight? He's like, I'll just, I'll just, just go straight to the airport. I was like, Oh shit. And we proceeded to Drake. Like it was no tomorrow. And then of course the next, all the next day you were bitching cause you missed your flight and shit like that or whatever. Yeah. The most dangerous thing that you can hear maybe for me is, Oh no, I got my second wind. I know. Cause you even know it's bad. You know, yeah. it is bad. You're like, Oh no, I got this second wind, but you're like, <laughs> Oh shit. Like fucking nothing's good. Gonna come out of it. But that's right. I don't know. I think so, that's what separates us from everybody yeah, else. Yeah, I, I think so. I think what also separates us is uh, we've been friends for so long that we know like the inner workings. And uh, we were just this last year, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, um, I had ordered. So Kevin, when he's on stage, he has, I don't know, kind of uh, like a uniform, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uniform. Well, I, mean, I, have, wear... I have a hat i have a hat that matches my outfit and uh probably a pair of jordans yep and then uh a lot of times you wear a jacket that brings it all together i think you're very yeah. fashionable yeah and so what i did is i went and i bought a hat and then i cut out uh, so you have kb your initials kevin bozeman yeah on your hat and i cut out cd and uh i had it took me forever to find the right font and then I had to print out the alphabet so I could cut it right. And then I ordered I ordered a pair of Jordans that matched the hat. And I ordered them five months before the show. Yep. Because I was so, I was so excited and I was going to surprise you. So when I walked on stage, I was dressed normally. And then you called me up. I was the last guy of the night. And when I went up there, I was dressed with my CD hat and my Jordans. Now, here's what's crazy. Before we go to the show, Kevin had driven from Chicago to Madison and on the way there stopped at an outlet center and went to the Nike store and bought the exact same Jordans. I am not even shitting you. And when I saw the color and yeah, everything, I mean, not the same size, but the same (laughs) everything else. And uh, we were at the uh, there's like this this it's called the Governor's Club. And it's basically what it is. It's a free happy hour at the hotel. Yeah. And so we were there. And when you walked in, I for the first time in a very long time, 
couldn't really breathe right to speak. <laughs> it's like when you see a really pretty girl and you're like, I, I just, uh, okay, uh, and that's what I was doing because I couldn't even fucking believe that I had not only nailed the outfit, but had the exact same Jordans as you. I'm going to post a picture of it on my Instagram. It is. Yeah. It was sure. so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And I could not stop laughing. And yeah. all the staff members were like, what big deal. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. Five but, months. But do you, but do you remember how shocked I was? Cause you, cause normally I bring, you know, I host, I bring people up yep. and then I get off and then I bring you up and you're coming up and you're, pushing me like stay up there stay up there stay up there and you're walking and i'm like what the fuck is he wearing is that a cd on his hat <laughs> but then when i saw that your shoes look exactly like mine i was just like how did he do that did he run to the mall and buy these fucking shoes? <laughs> How did he get the exact same pair of Jordans that I did? And this little amount of time, dude, I was mind blown. I was completely, well, that's, I, yeah. I was on stage with you and you were, you, we were going through our, but I was going through the motions, just trying to process what the fuck was happening. Like how this, he, how, yep. where did this outfit come from? How did he get this jacket and shoes and yes. this hat? But the shoes was what did it for me. Like I couldn't figure out how you I got couldn't either. shoes. I felt like a goddamn mentalist. Cause I was like, did I somehow transmit brain waves and make him stop at the Nike store? <laughs> because this is incredible. I think we have maybe some video from the set that we did because you stayed up there and you and I just riffed. Yes. We fucking, that, that was a blast. So riffed on yeah. the whole set. Yeah, that was great. I'm going to find, I'm going to have to find that video and I'll put some of that up too. Cause it was, it was yeah, man. so insane. We've had some, uh, we've had some amazing times. Uh, if I'm ever fortunate enough to be back on this show of yours, I will, we, we will be able to share some of those, <laughs> I think they're yep. all time stories. If you think about, <laughs> if you think about the things we've, we've gone through and just the weird shit that's happened, it's, it's, it's some all timers, but yeah, for sure. Always a good yeah, time. Abs absolutely. Well, again, appreciate you having on. I just, I can't encourage people enough to go buy your albums, uh, buy your dry bar, listen to the Paul, uh, the, excuse me, the ball hog podcast, also, you can find him. Uh, he's on Instagram and he's got uh, what's your Instagram? I'm Kevin Bozeman one. And the reason why I'm Kevin Bozeman one and not Kevin Bozeman is because my punk ass kid took Kevin Bozeman. <laughs> so you named your kid after you and he stole <laughs> stole your social media stole, handle? He stole my social media. It doesn't even use it. He just he just has oh, it. He just that's so has funny. it and won't give it back to me. He keeps saying, make me an offer. Make me an offer. Oh make my god, that's offer. fantastic. Your life. That's that I'm gonna <laughs> let you live. Like that's that's the offer, but yeah. So Kevin Bozeman one is where I'm at on. Uh, yeah. And, and you can, you can find the happy hour interviews on there too. And you can, uh, watch those and, um, two parent love. If I'm going down your albums, you know, you have a bunch, but two parent love is, is just a masterpiece. So, um, definitely check that out on anywhere. You can listen to albums hey, and, uh, uh Kevin, and, I, and real quick, what's though, up? cause I noticed, uh, you guys like to plug people, our good friend, Pat McGann's. Uh, comedy special is coming out on uh, 
Amazon yep. July 28th. So it is on it, Amazon. Okay. Cause no, I couldn't, yeah, it, no, not July 28th. Is it June 28th? It's coming out on Amazon real, real quick. Let me look it up real quick, but it's coming out on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. It is yeah, Amazon, Pat, isn't it? I see. I, I haven't found, I've, I've seen all the, the, uh, like the promo for it, but I haven't seen where it's coming out. I was actually wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do a good job of sharing that, but, uh, it's coming out July 28th. Okay. July 28th. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check that out. And, uh, again, man, thanks. Thanks for coming on and guest hosting and, uh, have you back. Absolutely. And uh, it was really good to talk to you. Hey, man. Miss you, man. Miss you. Miss, miss you, you too. Let's, uh, let's hang out soon. Sounds good. Yep. Peace out. I got to go. Yep. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.